Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. Hmm, that must make me Mike. You sound a little sleepy. No, no, not at all. Just a little dreamy, you know, thinking about myself. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you have a story for this week? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't. <laughs> I really wish I did, but uh, the truth of the matter is, I mean, I don't, I haven't gotten out much lately, and it's made it very difficult to have anything, you know, um, worthwhile to share that I haven't shared before. That let's talk about that because a friend of mine today was telling me they hadn't been out out of the house in a week. Except yeah. to go to the grocery store. And that's like, pretty much it for me, bro. <laughs> I, yeah, I go to the store periodically. I go to the store periodically. Um, I may swing over to my brother's house because he lives close by. Um, right. I went over there last weekend to watch a football game. That was like the first outside, excuse me, outside of my house interaction that I've really had. I mean, because I see my parents on the daily because of my animals being over there and us feeding them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't really consider that to be stuff I'm doing outside the house so much because it's all on the same property. But uh, yeah. yeah, like like tomorrow, you know, I'm, I'm actually going somewhere and I'm kind of excited because I'm getting out of my own house for a little while, <laughs> you know, because that's 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 where you, you kind of get. Uh, I mean, even though we're in the quote unquote post um, covid area right now, if any. I mean, oh, sure we are. People yeah. have said that, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but uh, I don't agree with uh, it at all. But, um, you know, we're supposed to be in this post covid time. And I don't feel any safer going out places now than I did, you know, uh, last uh, February, you know, March, April, Mm -hmm. somewhere in that range. I mean, maybe a little bit because I know that I'm I'm vaccinated. I think that that really adds a little bit to it. But with all these variants and everything coming through, man, I mean, you just yeah. Yeah, you make you make one wrong decision and and you end up getting sick. Now, thankfully, it appears that even the folks or the folks that have gotten vaccinated, that even when if you get it after that, it doesn't seem to be as bad. Right. It's not quite a death sentence. Right. You know, but still, who the fuck wants to (laughs) who the fuck wants to get this deadly virus? Well, they're like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. You know, it's not going to be that bad. <laughs> apparently, a lot of fucking people want to get it because, uh, you know, all right. So I know of at least three people whose households <coughs> are or very recently were COVID positive. Mm-hmm. In every case, these were non-vaccinated people. People who were loud about it, too. You well, know? yeah, because apparently you can't be anti-vax and not be out front and obnoxious at some level about it whether it's verbally in real life or whether you're doing it virtually i've noticed that you either got to run your mouth or i guess maybe maybe you don't get full credit for being anti-vax i don't know i 
Yeah, I, I think you need to fill a quota of some kind of number of times you've threatened to, to own a liberal. It's possible. But I need to tell you that to this day, I haven't been owned by anybody yet. No, neither have I. They tried. Yeah. But uh, you have to have some stake in the game in order to get owned, you know. And I don't really give a shit what they say or think. Yeah. Because I think that they're uneducated morons. So, where are you going tomorrow, Mike? I think I'm going to go hang out with a friend. Um, somebody I haven't seen in person in months. Yeah. Um, so, Could that probably person... to play some video games... Yeah. And uh, eat some pizza uh, let's, or subs. Quit, I think the pizza, you know, let's was a good idea. Let's quit beating around the bush here. I think we, it's time to, to get frank but with I the like, audience. So I like I've beating been, around the bush. I've been dropping hints here and there online, and uh, in the last episode, you'll have heard a, a, a blurb about uh, a poll that we're doing on our site, and I also mentioned our gaming channel for there briefly yep um but we have started a new gaming channel or we will be uh recording its first footage uh tomorrow so uh it'll be a couple of weeks before it's from now it may i'm gonna say it may be right around now or christmas uh uh you know this episode or next week's episode um before you see our content um so Wow, I get myself so confused because we record these about two weeks before they air. Yeah. <laughs> and like I get when, myself when, so confused. Yeah, when like, you're what talking they... about time frames and stuff, it, uh, yeah. it, it gets confusing. one's mind a little bit. But if you want to check it out, just go to YouTube and type in Gaming with Tom and Mike. Or you can go to TomandMike.com and click on the Gaming with Tom and Mike link at the top of the website, and that'll take you right to the YouTube channel. There, Right now, there's about 20 hours of old material from our previous channel, which was called uh, Unintelligible Gaming. Um, now we're under a new branding, and we're going to be doing some new content, so we're going to be doing uh, Grand... Not Grand Theft Auto, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to be doing Fallout New Vegas... Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing Postal 4. <laughs> you so. know, I, I, I don't... I mean, yeah, I guess I could talk about video games for a few minutes if that's... Sure. If that's okay with you. I was telling uh, you I that, no I, that. Uh, I started playing um, that Detroit Becoming Human, and I thought the game... Yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of reading involved in the game. And I got to mm-hmm. say that when I first went into the game, I was a little skeptical because I thought, all right, I've read stuff about this game, and I know that it, uh, you know, people are saying, like, it's amazing and everything, and the graphics on it are, are, are top-notch. The storytelling, yeah. I gotta say, after going through the game, I lost my skepticism to it, and I found myself being uh, sucked into it. Like, I know that one time before we had talked, and I had said that I don't, typically get scared by jump scares in video games or I don't get too emotional about video games and stuff. I was emotionally invested in this game while I was playing it. Like, there's... Without ruining anything, because it's being possible for me to ruin it, 
uh, unless you play it yourself because there's so many possibilities. I played through it once now. I'm sure that I'm going to play through it probably another, I don't know, ten times to, to see all the different storylines that get unlocked and everything. Wow. But it is a, like, such a... Um, uh, what the heck is the word that I'm looking for here? Like you, you just you, you you get pulled into it emotionally. It's such a a realistic a realistic like immersive kind of a of a story. At certain points where you you feel anger with the characters, of the game feeling anger, and you feel like a sense of helplessness when they're in a situation where there's you know you aren't you aren't given choices to do things outside of you know uh, a b c or d so you feel mm-hmm. frustrated and you feel emotional and angry about it and then at the end of the game too i mean it just it draws such a parallel to actual human history in parts of the game that i don't see how anybody could play this game and not come away feeling different about it. Like I would say, hmm. ten ten out of ten for, for and, really? and would would highly recommend that people play it. Yes, I don't give that out lightly either. I know that like everybody knows that knows me for video games. I am obsessed with Assassin's Creed. Uh, this yeah. was a more immersive and better story than anything I've ever played in Assassin's Creed, even though that some of it, such as my favorite Assassin's Creed 3, is based on uh, actual history. It's based on the Revolutionary War era, although they take, obviously, some license. Because uh, I seriously doubt that George Washington ever actually met and or spoke to Connor, uh, the main protagonist in the game. <laughs> you know... Uh, but right, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, this is right up there on the level with with uh, for me as far as games that if I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know what I want to play today. I can look at this and definitely be like, yeah, I'll play that some more. That was that was kind of where I was at. Like it just it it pulled me in, and I couldn't. I couldn't say anything negative about it. It was just fantastic. Even when you when you make a perceived mistake, it still finds a way to be amazing. And the game mm-hmm. is just ridiculous. I think well, that that's uh, one that one, actually... at one point we're gonna we're gonna end up having to play it. What on the channel? Yep. Oh, for sure. Maybe. That would be awesome. Uh, there's another game I think we could play on the channel that has has a uh, an intro. I don't know about its replayability, but in terms of its depth, and its story, and its level of disturbingness, um, I would highly mm-hmm. recommend uh, you check out the game Observer. It stars Rutger Hauer in one of his last roles on Earth. Um, he does mm. the voice. And his physical likeness is used throughout the game in places. Um, that really weirded me out the first soundtrack. time that I had a game that it looked like somebody like it. Like now you play a video game and when you see the voice actors and you see the character in the game, they always almost look exactly the same. Like that, that fucked with me the first time that I saw that. I was like, whoa, they really made this look like that person with this game with uh, Detroit becoming human. Everybody essentially mm-hmm. looks just like their character. But anyways, you were saying. 
I was saying that like, well, this game, it's weird because it, it's all about isolation and, and, and sort of what society has done to humanity and what mm-hmm. it's continuing to do to humanity. And uh, so you go around to these doors sort of looking for information on how to get forward in the game and move the plot along because you're looking for your son. And, um, or I can't remember if he, if he survives or not, but you're looking for, for some evidence and you're wandering around this apartment building and as you go door to door and you press buttons, there's these screens and, and it's like sort of like an eye pe- peeping out of a peephole. Only the mm-hmm. eyes are the size of television monitors. And and there's like these crazy voices associated with them. And, and everyone's super paranoid or, you know, some of them want something and some of them like just want to be left alone. One guy threatens you. You, you know what I mean? Like it, it's like some sort of Kafka-esque nightmare. <laughs> and and it's it's extremely compelling and weird and um I I haven't finished it uh, I never finished the game uh, but maybe that one would be a good one to play on the channel too yeah because it's just so strange I mean if if it's I feel any- like we're having a our channel meeting like our production <laughs> meeting here on the channel if it's any if it's any clue as to how much I enjoyed this game. I finished it in probably just about a week. Wow. How I many finished play it hours? Just about a week. You know what? I don't know off the top of my head, but if I was going to guess, uh, probably around like 12, I would say okay. maybe. But again... There are so many different choices to make throughout the course of this game that there's no way you could play it the same way twice. I mean, I guess sure. you technically could if you remember every single button that you pressed, every single decision you made, every single, you know, choice as you're going through. Why would you want to do that? I mean, there's no right. point in it. You know how the game ends then. I'm, I'm so, I mean, because, like, I was watching a video uh, at the end of it where they're going through the credits. They show you, you know, little snippets of the game and stuff, and there's characters that I never even saw. So I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, where does this guy come in at? Where does this, wh- who is that? I don't even know. Like, so I didn't start the second playthrough yet, but I will be. I- and it's, it's, it's insane. Have you have you at all played um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? I have not. It is a hot mess, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's the reason why is. I haven't why I haven't played it is because there were so many problems with it. <sighs> Dude, and I it's was just like, I want to play it, but not I don't know console. that I. But I don't know that I. I don't know that I can slog through. The kind of issues that people were having and reporting with it, and and not be like, I'm fucking done with this, and taking the, you know, and destroying yeah. things. I don't have I'm patience. Ha- if for you that. have a halfway decent PC, it's one thing, but don't play it on console. It's just not worth it. It drives you crazy. It's a very pretty game. Uh, it's very well written. Um, the characters are for the most part really interesting, um, convincing to the point where, like. There's one character that you you can romance, and I kind of ended up having dreams about her. <laughs> because it was like so, the whole scripted thing was so well done that 
and it was so timed so well that you sort of became the character. Um, it was it, that immersive. You know what I mean? I was like, I, I was that living in this world. I did that with Kate in the last Fallout game. Yeah, it, you, you know, just sort of uh, live in that world for a while. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, and I have hundreds of hours of time oh, playing yeah. in that game. And, uh, yeah, you, you, you do. It kind of becomes like another facet of your of your uh, life when you play some of these games like that. You get so immersed in it that it really mm-hmm. doesn't feel like time's going by. It's like you're playing something you're like, oh, my God, it's been a half an hour. It's been an hour. It's been four hours <laughs> yeah I think what am I doing there's only so many ways with like Fallout though that you can replay it because I mean I and that's me saying that I've probably done about 12 playthroughs now yeah. um, but you know there's only so many factions and there's only so many places to, to, to go or at least there's only so many missions um, although every time I play I discover new locations because what I found is that you know all right, starting new playthrough. Yeah, Mama Murphy. Okay, great, great. Going to Diamond City. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you tend to take the, the path of least resistance, which is the one you know. So in every playthrough, I try to say, I'm going to go find out what's out here, what's in this direction, what's along this coast. Like, what's all these buildings that are packed throughout this area? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I always find something new. One of the things I love about the like Bethesda games is the the little Easter eggs they throw in, like the teddy bears. The teddy bears are so strange. Like they, you'll find them on toilets. You'll find them basically on top of each other, like you know, in intimate positions. You know, you'll find them in all these weird places. And then you always find the baby blocks. And Jangles the moon stuff monkey. Like, Jangles the moon monkey, yeah, <laughs> and that damn symbol monkey that acts as a as a as a trap as trigger. an alarm, yeah, 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 yeah. I was wondering if there was like a uh, an achievement for for shooting and or meleeing those things, and uh, there isn't one that I'm aware of. But every time I see them, I destroy them no matter what. I'm like, you fuck this thing. I'm, I- my games are heavily modded, so I don't get to uh, get achievements anymore <laughs> when I play because I don't know. Like some of the some of the achievements aren't even worth the playthrough enhancement that you get from mods, like That's true. the unofficial patch and the uh, you know like the mods that give you better darkness because that was always a big problem with me for me with uh fallout 4 in the vanilla version is that dark isn't dark you have this light on your pip board but no reason to use it well i installed a mod that makes it pitch black i actually have to turn off the lights in my office in order to um properly see what's on the screen because otherwise i get this tunnel vision and then you know you you find yourself actually using the flashlight and and blowing your cover. It's a more immers- it's more realistic. And I don't understand why yeah. why uh, Bethesda games don't offer like a gamma adjustment. Maybe it has something to do with the way they render light in the game or something like that. But it just it doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. I've never used that mod. I have used other uh, mods. I'm very light usually on the mods. Like, uh, obviously, I have the Devastator. 
You know, the one the shot one the one shot one kill gun. Okay. Because I was just hunting treasures or doing whatever and I just didn't feel like dealing with super mutants. <laughs> and uh, and or other things that, you know, from game to game are always a concern. Uh, like Death Claws. Like, I never mm-hmm. forget playing uh, New Vegas the first time and meeting up, or was it four? Meeting up with the Death Claws and uh, just being like, dude, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, you cannot beat these well, things. I think you might be thinking of New Vegas because they're the ones yeah. in that canyon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was New Vegas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's basically, that's... That's Obsidian, I think it was, that developed uh, that game, not Bethesda. Bethesda, they they owned the rights to it, but Obsidian developed it. And um, what they did right there was, well, they put you on rails, but they did it in such a way as to say, fuck you, you want to go north? You're going to have to deal with this and bugs that bite you and drain you of three three quarters of your health in one hit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. You're running into the strongest, like... <laughs> the strongest rad roaches and blowflies and stuff like that in the first, you know, hour of the game. <laughs> Ones that will yeah, smoke you. It's, you. Funny. it's funny. Like, like the area of danger, the area of, of threat. Um, is is so unbalanced in the beginning of the game. Oh yeah. And really, I think what what makes Fallout New Vegas better than Fallout Four or Fallout Three is that you really have to be on your toes for the first like maybe two hours of gameplay because yeah. you're a babe in the woods. You've got nothing. You've got you're a babe in the woods with a break. fucking with a stake hanging around your neck. Yeah, and a varmint rifle that has like maybe like three more shots in it before it breaks. <laughs> yeah. And it's the only game that has a repair weapon of function. The only one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you, you can you can mod stuff in four, but you can't can't repair it. Nope. You don't need to. And and that basically what that does is whether you're a level one or level 40 the you've still got heat on you you know you're still like oh shit man i've got the pressure cooking me because you know my weapons degrade and if i have a really badass weapon like you know let's say i have a, a 44 you know well great how many 44s do you run through run into in the game so you need weapon yeah, right. repair kits, and you also need a high repair in order to get it to a good condition and keep it from degrading. And well, you mm-hmm. know, it's like it. All the other Fallout games are about, hey, what do you want to pick to make you better? Fallout New Vegas is about, how do you want to least be fucked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, it's actual, no it's what, actual survival. Fucked. It's yeah. actual survival, and that's even not when even you're not in playing survival, on a survival mode. mode. Yeah. Right. Yep. Which is why it is and will always be my favorite in the franchise. Yeah. That's the one that yeah. I, that's the one that I the the infamous day that I went into Kmart 
uh, when it was still open, and I walked towards the back, towards the video games, and I'm like, ah, what do I want to play? And Fallout wasn't even on my radar at this point. I'm still playing, you know, just sports games and other stuff, and I see the packaging, and I'm like, oh, no, this looks kind of interesting. Maybe this will be fun. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. And I thought, well, screw it, I'll just grab it, because I think it was like $9. And right. the best $9 in video gaming that I ever spent, because if you were able to wear out a disc from playing the video game as much as I did, I would have worn the disc out, because I've literally played through it probably about ten times. Mm-hmm. Like, complete yeah. playthroughs. Where, you know, I have started it being a good guy in Good Springs. I started it getting with the powder gangers right off the bat in Good Springs. I started it by going to the prison and, uh, you know, joining up with, uh, you know, the guys in there and doing stuff. I mean, it's like you can... There was so much flexibility to it and, and everything that it just made it super playable. And that's that's where I'm saying that uh, just to wrap this up, that that Detroit Becoming Human is kind of in the same vein where you can you can really just play it and 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 not run into the same stuff over and over again. We, so Well, you've sold me, man, because uh, I've been looking for a new game like that. Fallout's beginning to lose its luster for me at this point. Because it's the only fallback, <laughs> fallback, it's the only fallback <laughs> that I have. You know, another you know, good game I just thought of too, did you ever play anything from the Crisis series? You've tried to tell me, I think you've told me Crisis 3 was really good. Yeah, um, yeah it was. I downloaded it. I downloaded Crisis 2 or Crisis 3, and I just couldn't get started on it. You know, like, I, I got into the training, the tutorial videos, or the tutorial portions, and the controls were just boring to me, and it was like, mm, this just looks like every game I've played, you know. So I never actually played the real campaign for more than, like, five minutes. <laughs> you are the first person I've talked to that when I recommended a game to them, they're like, I couldn't even make it past the fucking, the training area. I just, it, the, <laughs> the controls were boring. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It doesn't even make sense. I know, That's but not, it, it, it does but make it, sense to me that you said that, though. <laughs> it does. I, I, can, I can see it. You're already like, oh, God, look at this. Okay, so I get a I get a, like a crazy bow and arrow and you know and everything. The thing about that game was though you are like a super human cyborg alien type uh, player, but you're not the strongest thing in the game. Right. So there is well, there is fun. there is a lot more challenge to it, and you have to be stealthy about stuff too, and like get away from these crazy fucking excuse me, monsters and, and uh, excuse me, man, other aliens. I got the hiccups all of a sudden. And other aliens. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you had given it a shot, you would have known that, but it's okay. <laughs> We're not all meant to like the same things. A lot of games, like they say, here you are, here's your, 
here's your, your quick tutorial now. Here you are. You are a superhero, and you are in the middle of a battle, and it's, like, straight up. And I'm like, as opposed to, like, Far Cry 3, where you start out, and you're immediately in the, the middle of it. And and you're not in combat, and you're not a superhero. You're a weak-ass bitch. You're a little rich boy. And your training is you escaping a fucking internment camp for tourists who've been kidnapped. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's no, like, okay, here's the simulation, cadet. You know, like, there's none of that. And, and I like, I feel like that didn't rip me away from the core of the experience. I don't want to, unless it's silly, like super action hero-y, mm -hmm. like um, Just Cause, I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time worrying about um, uh, all my powers and, and how to use them. I want to start off low and build up to those powers. You know, I don't learn yeah. how to juggle them unless I've started off slow. You know, for me, it's it, it's just like fighting games. Like, you know, like you got these people who've got like literally these characters have 50 or 60 special moves and like eight <laughs> fatality attacks. And, yeah. and it's all button mashing. And I, there are people, I'm sure, who are very, very good at that and great for them. But, oh, yeah. I mean, that must be awesome to watch. Just someone who just is, is like a beast at like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I can't even look at those move lists and be able to make anything of them. So No, it's like Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> I'm you like, just need to have What the fuck am I doing here? Well that's why I mean you know that Sub Zero was my guy and I used to frustrate the piss out of you by constantly yep. freezing uppercut, freezing uppercut, freezing uppercut because I could remember how to do that. Right. <laughs> That's the but only reason literally why. in order to master these moves, you need to sit in a training mode and just muscle memory it for hours. Just keep trying the same move until you've got it memorized perfectly so that the recall is exact. Uh, who the no, fuck thanks. has time for that? Yeah, who the yeah. fuck has time for that? Hey folks, we'd like to learn a little more about you. That's why we set up a poll on our website. Just go to tomandmike.com slash poll and fill out the anonymous contact form. Hit submit and you'll have done us a huge favor. While you're there, be sure to check out the rest of the site. It's got links to our Let's Play video gaming channel, absurd blog posts, and other ways to contact us. Speaking of which, if you'd like to write to us, you can do so by sending an email to storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening. It's time to go through the shit from Reddit. These people are fucking crazy. We don't agree with them, just beating them. This is definitely them and not us. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this week's batch, I think that saying that explicitly is probably a good idea. Yes, that's why I did it. Because some of the, th yeah, because some of the things coming at you this week, folks, are straight. Wow, let's just put it this way. My first one says, 
If that's true, then why did 45 of my friends die right after they took the shots and 65 are severely disabled, but with a very low percent survived with no problems? Explain that one. Hmm. Yeah. So, first of all, do you even know that many people? I could just rattle them off. 45 of my friends died right after they took, like... Must have a lot of friends. You're a fucking lie. Yeah, that's a lot of friends. You know, like, I think I have, like, you know, if I include people on the internet, I think I probably have friends with, like, 20 people max. Mm-hmm. And that includes relatives. I mean, I'm I'm friendly with a lot of people, but a friend is someone that, like, you know, you talk to all the time. You know, at, at least in this definition of a friend. If any, if you have 45 super close friends, then you must be Jesus Christ. In which case, why didn't you keep your 45 friends from dying, you lazy shit? <laughs> That's right. Use some of that superpower, zombie. Or sorry, lich. We decided yeah, he was a lich. I just this. This person, yes, that's right. I remember yeah. that. Uh, this person is just flat out lying, and it and it it just pisses me off that people just think they can be that, you know, outspoken about something that's blatantly untrue. Mm. I gotta give everybody. I think you've got a yeah, good one. I gotta give everybody a a warning before I start reading this because this is a this is a doozy. It about made me throw up in my mouth uh, when I read it, but it's so fucking absurd that I don't think we can not share it. No, no, it must be shared. All right, here we go. And remember, everybody, this is not my words. If Kyle Rittenhouse was my son, I'd be proud. If Kyle was my son, I'd commend him on his heart to serve, to use the skills he has to provide medical aid to those in need. If Kyle were my son, I'd celebrate his amazing restraint under terrible circumstances. I'd praise his trigger discipline, his understanding of when and when not to shoot, his use of one round to stop the to stop the treat, I think he meant threat, and get away rather than trying to empty his mag out of a need for revenge, and how his bullets weren't flying everywhere but hit their intended targets, even under a high-stress situation, showing that he was in full control of himself. If Kyle was my son, I thank him for being the man I would have raised him to be. A man that stands up for something, that has convictions and morals, that doesn't hide from danger but runs towards it when people are in need. If Kyle were my son, not only would I have encouraged him to defend and protect his community when the government clearly had no intention to, but I would have been standing right next to him, rifle over my shoulder and first aid kit in hand. Kyle Rittenhouse is not my son. My son will learn about Kyle Rittenhouse. That is the biggest load of hero worship garbage Bullshit. I've ever fucking yeah. heard. Uh, standing up for his community and protecting it, it wasn't his community. What 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 what, what yeah, the fuck is yeah, crossed- he crossed state fucking lines with a rifle that his mommy had to buy him. And 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 shot people that in no way were fucking doing anything against him. If he hadn't been there, none of this would have happened. Is basically what I'm saying. Right. 
you know. Right, right. His presence there would precipitated the death of someone. And acting like he's a fucking hero. I this this is is straight out of the insane fucking conservative handbook for gun worshiping. I I, I don't even know where else to yeah. go with this. I mean, how how do you Yeah. How do you justify saying something like this? Yeah, you know what? My son will learn about Kyle Rittenhouse, too, but not because he's a fucking hero, because he's a fucking psycho. Right. And I've right. said it already. And, and I hope to God somebody puts a bullet in his fucking cranium. It ain't going to be me. I don't have the means to do anything like that. I don't have the hate in my heart to do anything like that. But I really, you know, one day it's, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've felt that way about a number of people in recent years. And, uh... I don't like feeling that way. I don't like way. feeling that way either, but unfortunately... Yeah. You're forced to at times. I mean, it's it's just raw emotion. It's like a it's yeah. like a, a nerve has been uncovered, and that's the only way that I can that I can react to it is to think that way. And I'm not I'm not well, like that. This- I mean, there's people that I have had in my life that I can tell you that I hate, and I wouldn't wish anything ill like that towards them. I'd just be like, yeah, hey, fuck them. You know what? These people. They don't. Uh, they don't really affect anything outside of whatever it was with me, and uh, so they're not worth my time. But somebody like this who could start some kind of a national movement uh, based on false flags and lies is is dangerous. Well, here's the thing: if, if he were to be shot dead, he'd become a martyr. True. He's already, he's already a poster child for every conservative asshole with a gun who secretly can't wait to use it on somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. So to, to martyr him would be to say, like, well, now we need to rise up and, and you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know, man. It's sometimes I feel like leaving well enough alone, it's, you know, not to stir karma, not to make it worse. I'm not saying the guy doesn't deserve to be fucking shot. I'm saying maybe it's better that he not be. Well, the only because thing I know so, is that he can never tell. He'll live the rest know. of his life looking over his shoulder, and will undoubtedly. He will, but he'll be rich from this. Yeah, but he might. He might end up getting rich, but he's also going to be a drug and alcohol addicted, uh, fucking paranoid individual for the rest of his life, never knowing when the next when the next chance is going to come that somebody's going to try to get him. So, I, I yeah. mean, I guess in in reality, that's the worst way to have to live your life. Always wondering, always wondering, and always having to look over your shoulder, and it being real. So next, yeah, <laughs> next. <laughs> <clears throat> I resigned from my job today. I have been crying most of the day, but I refuse to test weekly. Do you know that submitting to any part of this system is worshipping the beast? 
The Holy Spirit shared the same revelation with a friend of mine. Submission is worship. I make over $19 an hour, and my boss said if I stayed and tested, I would receive a huge increase in January. Isn't it just like Satan to tempt? No thanks. I'm walking away with a heart full of peace and faith that God will make a way. Wow. And chances that this person is a nurse or... Nurses aid, for sure. Yeah, you know something like that. Yeah, I mean it's probably sadly very high. Um, It is weird how many nurses are 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 pro uh, or anti-vax, anti-mask. It's shocking. Shocking is a good way to put it because that's that's exactly. If you spent if you spent the time to learn about. You know, biology and virology and stuff that, you know, is just a general part of nursing. Learning about, you know, pathogens and so forth. Why would you even... I mean, I have very little training in in pathogens. Uh, I have a little bit because of uh, having been a uh, Red Cross instructor for many years and teaching bloodborne pathogens and uh, first aid and CPR and everything. And even I know, <laughs> you know, uh, masks are a good thing. Well, I think, honestly, I, I think it's because it's become such a political stance. That can be the only that, explanation for it that makes any sense. Yeah. And Yeah, it's the only thing that makes sense. You know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm taking a stand for my uh, for my political beliefs over my health and well-being because I can right. tell you that I don't care if my favorite Democrat came out tomorrow and said hey eating a piece of dog poop every day is gonna make you live an extra 10 years guess who ain't eating dog shit right. uh, it's not gonna be me <laughs> I can tell you that I might be tempted because I've always wondered but I'm not gonna eat it <laughs> <laughs> Whereas some of these other people, you know, they don't even have to be told something that, <laughs> you know, that's sane to not to want to try it. <laughs> you know, like, hey, shoot yourself up with horse tranquilizers. <laughs> They're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ironically, ironically, ketamine, which is her, which is what horse tranquilizers mm-hmm. are. Is a very benign substance. <laughs> well, thank you for that. A little, a little science behind it. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you read the next one? All right. My son is four. He woke up from sleep, looked me in the eyes, and the first thing he said was, Trump is God. I mean, where would he have gotten that from? It still gives me goosebumps today. Well, maybe he got that from you guys down on on bended knee praying to Trump every yeah. night. I mean, it could be because anybody anybody whose kid says that and the person doesn't immediately call fucking nine one one, you know, yeah. <laughs> then you know, it, it, it is someone who is willing to to entertain the idea that God and Trump are the same person. Yeah. Where did this? You know, I don't even know there how that how that even makes any sense that it even became a joke. 
Well, but it's not a joke to these people. And these are the same and people now, that supposedly, oh, Christ is Lord, Christ is King, and everything. But then you've also, you're talking about a, a, a God here on Earth that you truly believe. And I, I, it, there, there can't be two, according to your own rules. According to your own rules, yeah. there can't be more than one God. Well, see, I think that uh, many Christians have had their religion replaced with a cult. And where religions in general, monotheistic in particular religions, tend to be death cults, this cult is a straight-up murder cult. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to get worse. There have been... I've, I read on, on Reddit the other day that... Uh, QAnon now has so many people in the United States that it qualifies as being up there with minor with some some religions in terms of percentage of people who believe it. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. It is. But Trump is God. Yeah, obviously. I mean, somebody and this, you know, their child just woke up one day and must have had some kind of an epiphany in a dream. Yeah. And uh, came to that realization and shared it, and then they decided to share it with all of us. I'm sure that that's 100% accurate. Well, you know what else? I really, really, I have a lot. I hold in great respect um, the opinions of a two-year-old. <laughs> they, they are always very reasoned and and even-headed and coming from a place of, of, of true wisdom. That only a two-year-old could have. <clears throat> oh, Anyone who has ever consumed the adrenochrome of children should be banned from holding public office. Posted by Patrick Halley at Halley Reporter. Now, didn't the adrenochrome stuff that Trump got have? Well, first of all, adrenochrome. If I'm correct can't be extracted from anyone it would have to be consumed straight out of the brain or something like that but second of all there's no known evidence whatsoever that anyone uses it that it was ever anything other than than a joke in the 60s or 70s like it appears in, in Hunter Thompson's um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and he later asked, he said, yeah, I made it up. You know, like, like no one fucking does that shit. Some Satan worshippers probably think that they're getting something out of it. They're probably getting off on their own ego more than anything. You know? No, it's real. But, like, yeah. Yeah, what is uh, it, Adrenochrome, yes, is a chemical compound produced by the oxidation of adrenaline, or epinephrine. It was the subject of limited research from 1950s to the 1970s as a potential cause of schizophrenia. While it has no current medical application, the related derivative compound, carbazochrome, is a hemostatic medication. Despite the compound's name, it is unrelated to the element chromium. Instead, the chrome suffix indicates a relationship to color, as pure adrenochrome is deep violet. Did that did that did oh, that clear okay. it up for you? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm an expert okay. at this point. Good. Just saying, it's so clearly clearly it's being a real an expert. Thing. I feel that I'm qualified. Yeah, I'm qualified to say that anyone who's consumed it 
at least from children, should be banned from holding public <laughs> office. But if they got it from an adult or like a homeless person or a black person, I mean, yeah, you know. You know, yeah, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? I have to say, though, it's a matter. if you, you want know. to hear in popular culture people that have, uh, I'll tell you the first three names of people that have mentioned it in writings. Aldous Huxley, Anthony Burgess, and Hunter mm-hmm. S. Thompson. <laughs> so okay, you so... got like the the grand um, wizardry of, of insanity mentioning mentioning yeah. this particular compound. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. You're talking about a Clockwork Orange, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and uh, through the you know the doors of perception. Yes. So, so you know, three of the big mind fuck authors of that era. I mean, they might as well have had like Truman Capote or someone. Yeah. In there. Unfortunately, he apparently never mentioned it. So that's that's all I can tell you is that it's not <laughs> it's not uh, listed here. Although it was listed. As a, as a uh, as a plot feature in the second episode of the television series Lewis, which I have no fucking idea what that is. Neither do I. Uh, it was a British TV show. Oh, detective <laughs> drama. Okay. Well, if it was a British detective drama, it was probably okay. But uh, nonetheless, there you have your your science lesson for today regarding adrenochrome. Good to know. Yeah. All right, now <clears throat> about me. This is from Katrina. That's her name. I want everybody to know Katrina wrote this. Looking for a real man with current photos. No hat or sunglasses. Some different angles, including jawline. Soft facial hair is good. No bad spellers. I'm assuming that this is a list of no's to a certain point. No blonde hairy legs. Dark hair, please. No mummies, boys. No to anyone under six foot tall or small penises. Send proof. I guess you should cut your penis off and send it to her. And if it's large, she'll she'll accept it. (laughs) I'm not into guys who shave all their body hair off. Gross. Must not wear orange on our dates. Bathe at least two times a day. Have your own car, preferably an AMG. That's very specific. An AMG. This, this. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm already guessing that she must be British because of the mummy's boy thing. But if I've won you over yeah. already, or you want clarification, message me. I N F J A. What does that mean? Uh, I N F J. It's uh, intuitive. <sighs> I can't remember. It's a Briggs Myers um, f- uh, uh, personality oh. test uh, result. I think it, it. So you've got INF. So it's either you're 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 intuitive or you're mm-hmm. judging. There's I look it up. I I, I there's a whole matrix of, of different no like four letter versions. So there's two of each of those. So there's feeling, or 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 perceiving. It, it's a little confusing uh, to explain on a podcast when I don't have any cribs notes to go with it. Hmm, yeah, I, I see that there's... <laughs> but she's basically... Yeah. T- yeah. Introvert, intuitive, it's feeling, and judging personality traits. 
And yeah. It's actually really interesting. You should take you should take one of the little online quizzes and see what your personality hmm. type is. I always it's pretty, it's I neat. worked with a woman who was a self-professed type A personality and would constantly tell me that. And also tell me, you know, that I, I just, I, I can't deal with people who, you're not a type A personality, and I just, I just can't deal with that. Same person who used to uh, constantly um, say things about men and would say something, oh, well, maybe you don't mm -hmm. understand because you're a man. And I'd go, what, what does that have to do yeah. with my comprehension of things? I'm sorry. So whenever it comes to those kind of uh, tests like that, it always makes me kind of go, eh. do I believe that there's science behind it? And do I think that that um, that there's legitimacy to it in certain applications? Yes. Do I think that people like to use it to make themselves seem like they're better than they actually are? Most people I know that were type A personalities and were always the type that would tell you that they're type A personalities and acted like that put them on some kind of a higher level with everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be a type mm -hmm. A personality because <laughs> apparently A stands for asshole. <laughs> or aggressive. <laughs> type double A, you're an aggressive asshole. <laughs> you covered both of them. <laughs> All right, so I don't know this guy's name. This guy's name has been censored, but his his icon has not. And it, he's wearing a uh, MAGA hat. And he says, and this is on Twitter, a heroin addict loves needles. They are known as junkies. If you're double or triple COVID-19 vax, that makes you a junkie. Are you glad to be classed as a junkie? Yes. Yes, I am. First of all, first of all, I don't necessarily think that they love needles so much as they love the way what's in the needle makes yeah, them Yeah, I'm pretty feel. sure that that's true. Maybe, I, well, I don't know. I think about the, the ritualistic nature of a lot of addictions, and, and I think you could maybe learn to associate needles with pleasure to the point where you like them. Kind of like an oral fixation. But I think that, yeah, but it's going to take more than three shots in my arm with a tiny little baby needle as opposed to what you're talking about, which is junking into your vein. You know, there's a huge difference here. So, of course, I think this guy is actually thinks he's being funny. Like... I think this guy legitimately thinks he's being mm -hmm. funny. Like, I don't think he's fooled into believing this is the case. I think he's trying to quote unquote uh -oh. own the liberals. But it's not funny. It's not even remotely funny because it doesn't fucking make sense. You know, like, uh, I want to smack his fucking hat <laughs> off his head. <laughs> Every time, you know, I see less and less of those hats as we go along. And I think that's probably because. Yeah. Um, People just aren't buying them as much. I assume maybe the availability has gone down a little bit. I don't have any idea. I still remember directly after the election, there was some woman that was selling things out of her car at an intersection of two highways that I happened to pass by, and her shit said like 50% off <laughs> the day after the election. She had all this Trump stuff, and it was if fucking I hilarious. 
If I were her, or if I were if I were really wealthy, I would go around and buy that shit and destroy it directly right? in front of them. Like just take him, take him, pull the back of my <laughs> like, pants on and wipe my ass with all of it, and be like, "There you go, you can have it back yeah. now and resell it." <laughs> yeah. If only bearing my ass in public wasn't illegal. I wish I had the balls to go around doing something like, like, like burning a Trump flag. You know, just wish I had the balls to, to do that. But see, the thing is, is that I don't, like I said before, I don't really care. And I don't really have any interest in owning the Republicans. Well, they pretty well own themselves Besides enough. Besides owning the Republicans, they do. And also they're violent and yeah. psychopathic. So I don't really want to piss them off in that way because that's the kind of kind of act that's going to get you shot. Mm-hmm. So what do we got right, next? I'm going to add an accent to this because I feel like it might be the right one. <clears throat> My husband and I will be considered the least educated out of our group of friends, yet we are the only two unvaxxed. The rest have bought into this entire thing, yet this is what they want. Us to believe the educated people no more and are protecting people by getting the shot. This I, person has it all figured out. What? What they're saying is that they think that they're the dumbest of their friend group, and yet they're the only two that haven't. Yeah, therefore, yes, therefore the, smartest the smartest because somehow. they haven't been vaccinated, <laughs> and that the rest of the group fell for it, and uh, and 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 are with and are protecting education. people with the shot. Let me tell you something. If Bill Gates put a fucking chip inside of that vaccine, like they're all afraid of, and it's going to make something spectacular happen. Man, I'm all for it. <laughs> Bill Gates is a smart guy. Maybe maybe he's going to pick one of us like Willy Wonka to take over his empire one day. That would be amazing. Maybe. How else would I have gotten a chance if I didn't get vaccinated? Sheesh. Well, and how else will how else will we put Jan, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Hillary and 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 Obama in jail if we don't have a good strong, you know, contingent of uneducated morons to support whoever thinks <laughs> yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. They're the problem. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I'm beginning to take the point of being called a liberal as a point of pride. Like, you're fucking right I am. I used to get offended by it. Now it's like, yeah, you know what? I am a fucking liberal. You know why? Because to be anything else yeah. is to be a fucking asshole. I still wouldn't put a sticker on my vehicle for it or anything because I don't want my taillights busted out. But, uh, you know. <laughs> you right. know, I will wear it right. on my person. Well, there's a reason I don't use my last name on anything I put on the internet yeah. anymore. It's not like someone can't hunt me down if they really want to, but I want to minimize that just a bit. Well, folks, I'll I tell really you what, if anybody's day, thinking you know? of hunting me down because of things that I said, I don't own anything. And you're not going to get anything out mm -hmm. of it. You want some vintage and junky sewing machines and a bunch of fabric? And some ill-fitting clothes. That's probably about what you're going to get out of it. <laughs> and expired wait, 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 wait. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, Mike. You're saying that people don't like what you'd say, so rather than come and beat you up... Well, what I'm saying is they're going to beat the shit out of me and rob me. 
I meant that it was like a there's like mm. a, it's like a, a two pronged attack. You know, like they're gonna come and own me and take my stuff. What I'm saying is, you know, if you think that 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 liberals have all this stuff and are you know rich and everything else, uh, it's definitely not true. <laughs> not not in my case anyway. Now this other guy Tom that I know. Mm, well, you know. Yeah. He's not Read rich the next question. Oh, you don't have another one? No. Oh, I do. I thought it was your turn. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. It is my turn. Okay. First positive now, the liberals are also done not smart. Throughout, so I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... So I, I'm going to go ahead and, and just come out and say that this absolutely 100% is not me. This is I'm going to do this in a ridiculous accent of some kind because I don't know how else to put it across. Hitler and the National Socialists did have some good ideas. They are the one, the only one that comes to mind right now is the Volkswagen Car Company. From what I've read, Hitler wanted a good and inexpensive car that everyone could afford. Hence the People's Car, which is what Volkswagen means in German. I have to say that the people's car sounds sus suspiciously socialist, though. It doesn't sound like a fascist idea. I've owned several Volkswagens, and I have really liked them. Hitler wasn't all bad, and I agree that what he used far too often is the icon of what is the most evil in the world. It's good he wanted to do some something about the Jew problem, but putting them in camps or even women and children was not a good idea. Of course, during war, there's always a possibility of starvation and illness, which I think is what they died from in the camps. I certainly don't believe in the gas chamber myth. Gas chamber myth. I mean, myth. ignoring mm -hmm. everything yeah, else that was wrong with that whole statement. Gas chamber myth. I love how, how how casually he drops the Jew problem as if it's just something that's a foregone conclusion. Like, oh, yeah, well, you I know, mean, the I Jew problem. Yeah, when yeah, you start yeah, off the thing the by saying Hitler wasn't all bad, it can only go up from there. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's really no way that you can... Say it twice in 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 the so many in two sure. paragraphs. He says Hitler I'm wasn't sure the good all folks bad. At Volkswagen also appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate their name oh, being yeah. drugged through that one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't even think it's, it's just amazing to me that people are able to say these things like. The thing that I don't uh, get, just, I mean, this is something that maybe, speech. maybe this is this is a good question. Our generation doesn't truly know what it was like to have to fight. You know, in World War Two, we get stories, and trust me when I when I throw this out, when I, when I get done, it'll make sense. We don't know what it's like to have to fight from you know fight through an oppressive an oppressive regime. Uh, in order to, to gain freedom or to stop them from taking over the world. Okay? Our parents' generation right. definitely does have not necessarily a first... Well, I mean, a first-hand account because of Vietnam and, and Korea. There's, there's people that are in our age group that have parents that were 
that were uh, that were alive and and involved in at least one or the other conflict, depending. I mean, I know that there's quite a span of time in between there, but uh, it's it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. And the generation before that would have been the generation that fought World War II. You could never... Right. You would have gotten your ass handed to you if you ever said something like, oh, Hitler wasn't that bad of a guy. Back in the 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it became an acceptable thing to be a sympathizer towards some of that stuff, little by little, to the point now where you can say shit like that and nobody bats an eye. What the fuck happened? (sighs) (laughs) Became profitable. You don't don't have an answer for that. Apparently. No. I don't have an answer. I mean, the only thing that I can think is that it became profitable somehow. You know, that's the only thing that makes sense. Either it became profitable or the people who make the profit and make the rules were already so racist that to them it was just about manipulating public opinion mm. through various means, you know, like like commercials and television and movies. If, if executives who are getting paid by someone even higher up the chain are told, try to carve a little bit of this into your movies whenever possible. You know, you just pressure the writers to rewrite it like this. We want this is our studio's angle for certain political aspects. You know, when we're talking about underlying themes, it's like uh, there is a, a kind of a cabal mm-hmm. of, of people who are shaping our thoughts out there. There is. But it's not George Soros and, and the Jewish <laughs> elite. It's a bunch of white assholes. That's what it is. It's a bunch of white people. White old men. Not not fucking Jewish elites. Are you fucking kidding me? Most of these people are are, pri- are prideful Christians, yeah. they say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's time to move <laughs> right, on to your right. last one. If there's one positive we can take away from this entire COVID hoax... It's the way it's exposed all the evil people we didn't even know were there. Doctors, nurses, police, academics, friends, family. People we thought we could trust. It's all out in the open now. We see you. This was written by a person who apparently is um, one of the most paranoid folks ever. Easily. To think that doctors, nurses, yeah. police, your friends and family, academics, are, and, and other people you thought you could trust are not able to be trusted because of COVID. Maybe, maybe you have other problems that you should deal with, too. He's also got the avatar. I'm assuming this is a guy, given their username is the Markitect. But they call themselves the Architect, and their picture in the icon is the Architect from the Matrix, which means that they have Uh. an obsession with the Matrix. This person is is surely, you know, 
one of those, oh, it's all, on a, all a hoax or whatever anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's all a, a hallucination. What go. is it? A simulation. A simulation. Like, he, he, I'm guessing he's one it's of them. It's possible. Probably a Rogan <laughs> head or something. Good old Joe Rogan. Yeah, always there to, to guide us in our moment it's of darkness. The, truth. the the caveman, the caveman leading yep, the fucking caveman. Him and Aaron Rodgers, they've got it figured out. Is. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I, I'm sure it has nothing to do with mountains of money he's sitting on as a nah. result of his podcast. Nah. Yeah, I'm sure it has. I'm sure he's still completely <laughs> honest. Sure is. <laughs> Money doesn't corrupt. That's yeah. insane. No. Oh uh-uh. my goodness. Uh-uh. That's that's a sad commentary. I was watching this show called Mountain Men. Are you familiar? I think I might have seen a couple episodes of it when I was yeah, at my like parents' these house. Yeah, dudes that live in like the wilderness and anywhere from North Carolina to Montana to Alaska and stuff—they live off the land. You're basic manly men, mm-hmm. if you will. They build cabins out of logs and trees that they fell themselves, and they run sawmills that they, you know, are dangerous. Probably widow makers in and of themselves, not just the trees, but the sawmills and everything. And uh, I was watching. Just a bunch of this because I'm I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by people living off the land. I don't think I can do it. Well, I mean, I know if I had to, I could do it because I think that we often underestimate ourselves when it comes to your ability to survive and to adapt. But in reality, if it came down to it, I'd be out there eating fucking pine nuts and and, uh, you know, sopping up deer pee to keep myself hydrated or something, you know, just like Bear Grylls. I'd be drinking urine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I was amazed because they kind of made an environmental uh, statement on it where the one episode that I was watching, which is probably five years old, they were mentioning how even in these areas that are deep frozen typically from October straight through until April were in the 50s and and like strangely warm even at the beginning of December and it made me think about all those times when we were kids that like as soon as we reached October it would start getting chilly and November it wasn't uncommon for us to get snow and December Christmas time we always had snow and like we get nothing now like it was literally like 50 degrees fucking today which is just it, it, mm-hmm. it was odd to me it made me think and it was odd to me that I actually saw it on a on a television show that they were talking about it when it seems like a lot of the uh, channels shy away from um, from bringing things like that to light and and just remembering that and thinking to myself now I'd love to have a white Christmas I think a white Christmas would be fantastic. And uh, I would love to continue yeah. on this vein and, and keep talking about it, but I can see that we're out of time, so that'll have to be uh, a story in a conversation for another time. 
Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like a slight education on whatever the fuck that chemical compound was that I already forgot about. 